Hello guys, we are live, baby. We are live. This is Chanel, the host of the Naked Eye Podcast, and I have a lovely guest. It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. I think it's been like almost two months. Mm. But I'm back. So, um, happy new year, happy holidays, all of that stuff I did not tell y'all last year because it wasn't worth it. But <laughs> um, I like to introduce my new guest. Um, the first guest that I'm having of the new year, 2021, I'm so excited about her and the book that we are going to be talking about. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a lot of jewels. I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. Would you mind going ahead and introducing yourself to the folks? Yes. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it is Vernisha Taylor, also known as Miss Nisha T or V Taylor. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So um, she is the author of this wonderful book called Hey Fat Girl. Okay. And no, I'm not a big girl. Okay, (laughs) y'all. But this book is definitely meant for every woman across the board. Um, The gems that I dropped in here are not just only for big girls. I feel like it's for, you know, a very broad spectrum of women. And when... Honestly, the crazy thing is, when I read Fat Girl, I mean, like, I'm thinking a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. than just a big girl. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, like, girl with big dreams. Right. Girl with um, entrepreneur, like, tendencies. Mm -hmm. People with big goals and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. that's how I took it. Yes. So, um, why don't you tell us, like, how did you come up with this idea for this workbook? Uh, well, um, you're definitely right on track with, mm-hmm. um, you know, Hey Fat Girl is not just for plus size women. Um, mm-hmm. That's who I wanted to cater to because that's the category that I fit into. Right. Um, and I wanted to, you know, have an intention grabbing kind of um, title um, just so that people could see it and say, hmm, let's see what this is about. Right. Um, but I always say you can literally take out the word fat and put anything in there. You can right. put, hey, Black girl, mm-hmm. hey pretty girl, mm-hmm. you know, hey short girl, whatever it is, you super know. versatile, very, very. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came up with the idea because um, I have a couple different different businesses and um, I do commercials and all kind of stuff. Wow, really? <laughs> and, yeah, just for my products and uh-huh. um, you know, once I hit like you know five hundred views, I mm-hmm. get a couple people in my inbox like, oh, you know. I wish I could dress like that or where'd mm-hmm. you find this and oh girl your confidence is everything and I'm like okay I didn't know I was doing something that was so different than what everybody else you know mm-hmm. is doing um so I started making these um like a Facebook series um I, I was putting it in my notes and I would say hey fat girl you know did you know that you know you can still you're you're not just pretty for a, a fat girl you're you're just pretty mm-hmm. you know and all of it started as hey fat girl yeah. so once I got like a whole note page full mm-hmm. of these subjects I said oh this is a book. Yeah. <laughs> a short book, but a book. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. That's where it came from. 
Okay, so uh, one of the questions I did have, because um, let me just go to it. Uh, I put a star by it because I was into this. Okay. okay. <laughs> it says, I encourage you to survey your people. Talk to your closest friends to get an accurate read on what people think of you. So when I read that, I was just like, it's so, um, this generation now is so non-interpersonal. Right. Everybody's my friend. Right. Everybody is my confidant. Right. I confide in all of the wrong people. Right. And then shun away all of the right people mm-hmm. because they say the things that I don't want to hear. I want to hear. Yeah. So with that, like, how do you think um, millennials could change their perspective, especially like now with social media? Mm-hmm. They, um, especially on the business side of it, mm-hmm. uh, they take everyone else's advice instead of heeding to their own will right. and what they really want to do. Right. And then they're just like, oh, well, so-and-so said I should do this. And she has, you know, like 1,200 followers. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you think they should start gearing the way that they filter mm-hmm. how they um, know who is and who isn't? Right. Um, You know, I think with time, mm-hmm. you'll, you know, true friends kind of start to uh, show themselves. Right. Um, you know right away who's good for you and who's not. But when we're younger, play. It, people play a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I've had that happen. I, I always tell this story about one of my friends. Um, she was a friend when I was having trouble, when okay. I was having trouble with my relationships. Usually you hear the opposite. Mm-hmm. You hear fair weather friends. So when yes. it's good, people are around. But this person was around when it was bad. Because she and wanted she, the tea. Because she wanted the tea. <laughs> right? And it's true. And I didn't notice until I started doing really well. Mm-hmm. When I wasn't struggling anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, not just financially, but um, when I was doing better for myself, mm-hmm. when I felt better about myself, mm-hmm. she did not want to be around. Wow. But I could call her when, you know, um, it's time to go bust some tires or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was like an extreme right. example. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so you kind of, you don't know until you know. Mm-hmm. So that's something life you just have to experience. But the best thing to do is to keep your eyes open for it. Mm-hmm. You have to literally look for those things because you only want to surround yourself with people who are good for you mm-hmm. and then not only that but you also have to be a good person to people right. otherwise you are what you attract um, a lot of times Ooh, say that again yeah. because i mean like people don't really grasp that at all and i yep. try to tell so many of like just my personal friends like, they call me all the time telling me about the other friends. And uh-huh. I'm just like, ooh, Lord, I'm glad I'm not like that. Right. I'm glad I'm not like you. <laughs> right. Because I, um, my mother always taught me. Because um, I loved how you put the things that your mother taught you, too. Yeah. And how she yeah. talked to you. Mm-hmm. My mother, my foster mom, because I come from foster care. She always taught me that um, you don't always, you don't have a big group of friends. Right. And that was something I never saw my mom ever have. Right. She had probably like three people she talked to that were Same. like her ace boo Same. My mother has one friend. Mm-hmm. One. See? And she's the sweetest part. Every, every, literally, everyone loves my mom. Mm-hmm. 
they always say, oh, Cookie is just so sweet. I'm like, yeah, she is sweet. She cool. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But she literally has one friend. She has mm-hmm. friends from, you know, friends, quote, mm-hmm. unquote, from high school and grade school and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But her Associates. friend who comes to the house and mm-hmm. they cook together and they know each other's spouses and things like that. Yeah. She has one friend. Literally. See, and my mom, now she has the one because her other two, they passed away. Okay. Okay. So her one now... Ooh, she be having a fit about her because her little friend went and got her little boyfriend. Okay, so she's kind of like... Me like you used to. I'm like, girl, she got a boyfriend. She got a man. <laughs> so um, something else that really um, triggered me with this book was just how you were brought up in an environment that was so... Um, I want to say so meaty. Mm-hmm. It was so meaty with knowledge. It was mm-hmm. so meaty with... Things that you that were tangible that you can learn from that you yes. can actually use in your adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to talk about some of the entrepreneur skills that you learned from your mother and your mm-hmm. family as a whole? Oh, sure, sure. Um, so my mother is very much so like me, or mm-hmm. I'm very much so like my mother. She mm-hmm. is a serial entrepreneur. She's done catering and had little cafes, and she had a lingerie store. Um, All of these different (laughs) things. So Mm -hmm. once she has an idea, she really goes and she, you know, puts her foot in everything. And then once she conquers it, she's like, ah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did that. Right, I did that. um, You know, she's older now, so she's retired. She just helps me a lot. Mm -hmm. But, um honestly my entire family i joke about this all the time i don't know anyone with a job i don't like my yes yeah i don't i I really don't like my two best friends they they have they work but um for the most part like even one of my best friends is my business partner we on a spot together Mm -hmm. so literally i'm surrounded by just business and and grinding and entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and that's been since i was a little girl my grandmother and my grandfather um, had small grocery stores, so corner stores. Mm-hmm. Um, mo- I guess the last one was over on uh, 20th and Clark. So, right. you know, I've, I've seen it my whole life. So mm-hmm. it was like killing me to work in corporate America for six years. I mean, I can believe it because, <laughs> listen, you don't want to work for George. No. You don't want to work for Barbara. No. Like, no. No, I didn't. I was just doing it just because I'm like, oh, I got this degree. I guess I got to... Get a job. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel with a degree. I graduated in 2013. When uh-huh. I graduated, there was like this huge drought because of the idea yeah. of graduating. I have to get a job. I have to work for mm-hmm. the biggest corporation. And now I'm just like with two boys. I'm like, you ain't got to go to school if you don't want to. Right, right. Like you can yep. literally start from the ground up because yes. a lot of these CEOs and stuff, and entrepreneurs yeah. such as yourself, mm-hmm. like they have the degree, but they, you know, they're not doing they're anything. Not doing in anything <laughs> in their field. Yeah, no, I literally do. Oh my god, I guess the communications degree that I have mm-hmm. it, it helps. You know what I mean? But yeah. but you're not like flaunting it. Like oh yeah, god. I do this because of my communications degree. <laughs> No, no. I would say (laughs) the experience was worth it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm happy that I went. Yeah. But I wouldn't force my kids to go at all because it's just it's too much. Oh, 
do YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, I've been telling my kids, channel. like, you know what? We about to open these toys. And, no, honestly. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> like, we about to open these toys. Yes. And you going to be like, yeah. And that's Somebody it. gonna click and watch it. Yep. Ooh, they gonna like be Ryan. Ryan is a millionaire because he, he opens was on toys. The front of Forbes magazine. No. I was oh. like, "Are you kidding me? The Why? Most. Like, where did I miss it? Yeah, I dropped the ball. <laughs> like, literally dropped the ball. I dropped the and ball. I always say that, like, this newer generation coming up is so more like they're so much more savvy with marketing. Yes. Oh yeah. For sure. And I'm just like, damn, I missed the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time. I'm like, I have to follow more, like, younger, hip people mm -hmm. just to see what they're doing because they're ahead of the curve. Like, we're, you know. Yeah. I'm following people that's my age, but it's kids that are younger that's making money. Like, YouTube money is Exactly. Thing. So, yeah. So, um, something that also that I saw in the book, uh, I marked, too. Look, <laughs> it said we tend to have this unrealistic feeling about speaking certain things into existence. But the truth is, if the thing is already there, you can't make it any more or less present. Yeah. So when I read this, I immediately, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, but I immediately <laughs> start thinking about all of the she is me <laughs> and she is we and i literally start thinking about all of them people because <laughs> this just like literally laid them to rest because oh the thing is like i feel like a lot of times what it what we think is unrealistic mm -hmm. we're placing our doubts before our actions to even try hello and then when we don't allow ourselves to make the mistake in the process of trying, trying. Mm -hmm. we then miss out on all of the flourished possibilities right. that we could have accomplished yes yes and that's it right there see <laughs> that's it that's it i wanted to um I felt like people weren't really gonna mm -hmm. like that because we're in a time of manifestation and people are just all they're talking about. Um, and I am all for prayer and manifestation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but faith without works is dead. You have to do the work. Period. And you just keep saying something. You can look in the mirror. You can say it until you believe it. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. You can say something. That's just like someone saying something negative to you your whole life. You start mm -hmm. to believe it. So that is very true. But you can say, I, I want, I, I have a million dollars. You can say it a million times, and it's mm -hmm. not going to land in your bank account or on your desk. Or You literally have to go get it. Yeah. You got to forge a check, <laughs> play the lottery, mm -hmm. go get a job. Right scam you got to do something to get it right it's not just gonna appear exactly you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that was my point in saying that so just like those things won't just appear you you know saying you know i acknowledging that you're a heavy set person is mm -hmm. not gonna make people see it more 
You're being right. people mm-hmm. see it anyway when you come in the room. So mm-hmm. don't be in denial. Right. You know, <laughs> that was just like Because that's the yeah. worst. That's the worst that you could do. Literally, literally. So um, one of the things that I used to deal with a lot of the times um, and part of the <clears throat> podcast is being more self-aware. Yes. And I read a lot of self-awareness across this book. Um, you are very self-aware as to the presence you bring when you go into a room. Mm-hmm. And you're aware that that presence, once you do enter the room, it has to be on point. Otherwise, Absolutely. you will dwindle yes. with whatever thoughts you go into a yep. room with. And people see it. They feel it. They mm-hmm. smell it on you. Yes, especially <laughs> if you're fearful. Uh-huh. People will take that and devour you. Yep. And one of the things that I really appreciated about this book was that you didn't hold back from your experiences. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these workbooks, I like I've read a workbook before and it was more of a generic feel. Yeah. You know, like they mm-hmm. just say, oh, if you want... If you want your uh, car to be red, you have to color it red. Like, Like, okay, okay. I get that. But can you tell me your experience? How did you get to the red? Right. But you were more so like, I was never told that I was pretty. Mm -hmm. Instead, I was told all of the makings of what pretty envelops. Right. Which is the characteristics, Mm -hmm. which is the drama of it all like becoming someone right because being pretty is not having a pretty face right being pretty is having that what's on the inside Inside, like it's literally what's on the inside to make the outside more vibrant because a woman can have on a full face of makeup have the nicest clothes on and be driving the nicest car Mm -hmm. but if she has no personality oh god Lord. I see that so much. <laughs> and half of these people out here ain't got no personality. No person- so cute. That's like a thing now. Like So cute. <laughs> oh my God, no personality. Right. Like, just dry. <laughs> girl. Like, you just be want to throw some water on. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And I just, like, I was actually taken aback because, um, where was it? It was on this page. Um... That was something I wanted to ask is kind of like a controversial thing. Like, do you think that people would take it the wrong way? Like this generation? Because you know how sensitive this generation is. The book, The Hey Fat Girl? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of prepared for it. Well, you're never prepared for someone to say, oh, I don't like that. Or Mm -hmm. she's calling me fat. Um, I think if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. I think it's kind of like just taking the the power back, you know, from that word. You right. know, I'm fat. Okay, I say mm-hmm. literally. I always say, if I've ever gotten in an argument with someone, I mean, from the time I, since I was a teenager, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the first thing someone says. Cause that's all they got. Fat. Oh God, that's okay. all they got. Now what else? <laughs> What else? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm just like looking at my watch like, okay, like, like bring it on. Like what else you got to say? On. Exactly. Right. So I wanted to make people kind of, you know, uncomfortable. I wanted to make people think about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I talk about it all the time. Being self-aware is important. Yeah. Don't come here thinking that everybody is going to be okay with the way you look. People, mm-hmm. It makes people uncomfortable sometimes, yeah. whether they've been fat-shamed before mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, just like 
just the skin we're in. People have a problem with us being like black. Like, you're already yeah. facing a I'm brick not, wall yeah. from mm-hmm. the color of your skin. So right. to face even more from exactly. your size or from what it is that you do or what it is that you don't do. Exactly. Because I feel like a lot of the times now people are more geared towards just their titles uh-huh. when there's actually more to the person than what their title entails yes. because I can sit up here and say oh I'm the host of the Naked Eye podcast I have a college degree and I do this that and other but really underneath the truth is I deal with anxiety I have depression mm-hmm. and I don't get it right all the time right Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just being aware, and the fact that you know that it mm-hmm. allows you to get in front of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know it's you know you have seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. If you know that about yourself, you're not shocked when it comes up in you know October. Exactly. So you know, okay, I'm gonna plan a vacation around November because usually I'm pretty sad, mm-hmm. or you know, I'm gonna have more gatherings or mm-hmm. whatever it is. If you get ahead of it. Yeah. then it's not, you know, you take the blow away a little bit if you can. At least you're trying to. And that's a part of it, just working at it, actually, whatever it is, working mm-hmm. towards it. And I say it in the book, too. Right. Just because, you know, you're trying to lose weight doesn't mean you don't have to feel good when you're on your way. Why do you have to feel bad about it? And that's something I always have said, like, for bigger or skinny. Me, personally, there was a time period in my life I was going through severe anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. And me, I've always been a tiny girl. I didn't Mm -hmm. get 100 pounds until I reached my freshman year of college. Oh, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to gain weight. Yeah. But there was a time period when I was depressed, and I had lost so much weight I went from like 120 something pounds to 108 pounds oh okay and I was just like girl yeah (laughs) you lose another pound you gonna disappear okay (laughs) and it just came a time where you just have to really be realistic with yourself Uh and that's when the self-awareness started to tune in yeah and where you start to realize like I can't be successful in my podcast Uh if I don't hit the realistic ability to actually sit and come up with my content. I can't do this unless I am actually healthy. And that's another thing. Like me, I always say, you'll be surprised. Big people, they healthy. Yes. (laughs) Listen, it's so many out there that's healthier than me. I got high blood pressure and everything. Y'all think that I work out every day. No. No, I do not. Yeah, my my doctor, (laughs) my doctor, sweet little Asian lady. Okay, she uh, (laughs) she told me she had took all my you know vitamins. She's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're healthy. I mean, she kept looking. She said. You don't have high blood. She was so shocked Listen. by looking at everything. Like, you don't have anything wrong with you. And then you look at me and you're like, damn, you got high blood pressure. Right. Asthma and You'd all be surprised. I, one of my best friends is, is small like you. Mm-hmm. And she has just as many, you know, issues, quote unquote, with her weight that I, that I mm-hmm. do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I didn't know that until I got closer with her to find out, like, like I said, you can put skinny girl on there. You can mm-hmm. put... 
black girl, whatever you want to put in there, just, hey, girl. Exactly. <laughs> it's for you. It's for you. Exactly. That's why I loved it. I was just like, this is not just for big girls. This is definitely for an all-encompassing book. And um, something else that's really uh, great is I loved how it wasn't about how you didn't have. Right. And right. how you couldn't do. Right. And how you struggled. Mm -hmm. It was more so of, I recognize this. My mom told me this, so I did this. Right. Or even though my mom didn't tell me this, mm -hmm. I went and sought the information. Right. So then, with that information, I developed this. I need, just for my listeners, I just really, I want you guys to tune in with this book and actually purchase um, because it gives you a different aspect on what it means to get from point A to point B because you're yeah. not going to get there by being lazy. Right. Like the lazy entrepreneur is still sitting at money. home <laughs> trying to figure out what is the name of my business. Right. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Right. Got to do the work. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I just want to thank you so much thank for coming you. on here. Um, do you have any tags or lines or anything that you like just, to give the people? Just Hey Fat Girl. Like, if you buy the book, mm -hmm. um, the website is heyfatgirlhey.com. Mm -hmm. And if you buy the book, take a picture for me and hashtag Hey Fat Girl. Okay. So, for me, guys, it's been a long, long two months. Like, we've been having a <laughs> lot. I've been having so much going on. I don't even know how to count on my fingers. Like... Yeah. how to even <laughs> get to the solution of everything but between planning a wedding two boys one of them being in virtual school oh, and God. the other one just <laughs> running haywire <laughs> it's a lot listen and i almost ain't make it here today oh, i was goodness. like listen i'm gonna get out of here i'm gonna do this recording <laughs> but um you guys i am coming out with a new website i have a blog coming up um, my blog will entail my life journey of coming into self-awareness, my journey with anxiety. Um, also, it will entail like my whole life history from foster care up until now. And if you guys are interested, I will be dropping those links on Facebook at The Naked Eye and also on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. You can catch me at The Naked Eye underscore underscore. And thank you for tuning in, guys. And I hope you guys are enjoying the first start of 2021. Hopefully it gets better. Oh, dang, it wasn't that good last week or a couple days ago. Damn, the people tearing shit up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just thought about it like, oop. Well, it looks like 2020 <laughs> is a cassette tape and we on the other side, y'all. <laughs> we on the other side. But um, thank you guys for tuning in and I hope to hear from you and tune in again soon. Bye, guys. Hello everyone, this is Chanel, your host of the Naked Eye Podcast, and I am here today alone, I'm not with anyone, um, I don't have any guests, but I wanted to talk to you guys about a little thing called forgiveness. Now, 
It's my understanding that most people go by the saying, forgive and forget. Forgetting is the hardest thing that you can ever try to do. But um, it's actually possible to forget. Because a lot of things that I could still hold animosity about or be angry about or have malice towards the perpetrator or whoever it may be that um, we had to go through this trial and I had to find it in my heart to forgive an individual. It takes time and it takes effort to truly first off want to forgive someone in order for a person to really come into forgiveness is the yearning or want to be able to forgive because if we backtrack in um, we're dealing with something with an individual that we haven't forgiven you start to realize um, different technicalities within yourself that um, negate different type of personality traits or uh, changes in behavior and thinking. For instance, um, if you are in a quarrel with someone and you can't stand the look, you can't stand the voice, you can't stand the idea of this individual. And for whatever reason, you two come to be in the same space at the same time. You notice the physical the physical changes within yourself. Like for me, for instance, my physical changes when I'm around someone that I haven't taken the time to uh, really tend to the situation is I get this core of heat inside of me I get so angry I get so heated literally heat physically like shoots through my body and that alters my mood that alters my mind that alters my way of thinking it alters the way that I perceive and accept or receive people um and it just alters the atmosphere your aura automatically changes when you are in the room with a person that you have not dealt with your specific disagreement or whatever that person has done to you or what you have done to that person and when those things happen that is doing nothing but affecting you so that's why it's most important for people.